Hi guys, welcome to Threads Podcast Life Unfiltered. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We appreciate each and every one of you. Whenever you listen, in the day, in the night, the overnights, we really appreciate it. Tonight, we're going to jump in right into our topic, which is mental health, uh, practical tips, and Ben's going to kind of introduce the direction that we're going to go a little bit deeper than just me telling you what it is. Uh, I don't think it's Threads 138, is it? I think it's 139. I don't know. I, I can't keep track anymore. This is Ben. We got so many episodes, we can't keep track. It's but, true. All right. What are we doing tonight, Ben? Tonight, we are going to have a conversation about practical things that we can do for our mental health. Now, the reason that I chose this topic is I've heard from a couple of listeners and also just some friends not necessarily connected to the show. One of the biggest hurdles to getting to seeking mental health therapy is the fact that maybe they don't have health insurance or they can't afford the cost of going to see a therapist or perhaps that's like too huge of a step to take in their mental health journey. So that just kind of got me thinking, okay, so if not everybody can go see a therapist like we can, what can they do? And what are some things that are helpful to our mental health other than just seeing a therapist? So that's kind of the, the rationale behind the conversation excited to see where it goes yeah we ben had a fire last night a guy's fire and uh we were talking about you uh you brought up the insurance and the mental health and how my insurance doesn't cover mine or my wife's did previously but for some weird reason party health uh decided not to cover it so like we're paying out cash and i'm only going once a month and megan going uh every other week so it's three four hundred dollars a month and and someone might say oh why don't you just go to a new therapist but i mean these are like long-term therapists and so it's so worth it to us to you know fit it into our our monthly budget to pay for that but that could be a a a block for someone to actually get help yeah exactly um i wish i mean i know there's free help but i don't know i just there's nothing against the free help but i don't know if how good it is i mean I, i shouldn't be critical of that they're trying to do their thing but yeah, I hear where be, you're coming from. I'm already being an a-hole like three <laughs> minutes in. but Nice. So last night, I just thought it was so incredible that everybody was totally comfortable talking about their mental health journey. Yeah. Like I saw this therapist or and several times people would say, well, unfiltered. And then they would say whatever they had to I say. Know. It was just like, this is awesome. Yeah, it was a really good time. Yeah, when I actually said, because I think I said the word therapist first, yeah. and I was actually a little nervous saying that. I mean, right. they're all nice guys around the table. We had Joe Reed, Joe Pellerito, and his son, Danny. Uh, is it Nick VC? VC. VC. Yep. Uh, then Mike Vandry, and then Chris Bruinsma. And myself. And Ben. And you. And me, of course. But no, it was a good turnout. I really appreciate the opportunity to hang out. And it wasn't incredibly hot. No, it was what was it? Perfect. Was it the last fire we had? So hot. It was so hot. It yeah. was with everybody, right? Yep. Hey, I gotta say something. Why isn't Jesper coming to any of these things? Did you reach out to him I for this one? I invited him. I did. Did you invite him like more than Facebook? Uh huh. I did asked you? him on Telegram too. Ah, that's a bummer. I think he would have enjoyed that time last I night. I think so too. So yeah. I know we're getting off the rails, but no, no, that's I okay. I have to admit that I have to acknowledge something. Okay. 
So somehow when I set up the event, I did not make the audience private to attendees only. So all of my Facebook friends could see my posts about that fire, even though it was just for the guys. Uh-oh. A friend who will remain nameless, Sam, is like, why didn't I get an invite? I'm like, did she read the title? I don't know if it she says guys. That. I know. So she was all bent out of shape because I didn't invite her. So sorry, Sam, if you're listening. Um, and then some rando, not rando, <laughs> but one of my friends in Oregon who's a gal liked the post about the camp. Is that is that what triggered it? You're like, wait, did I not make yeah. this private? As soon as she commented and my friend in Oregon liked it, I was like, what's going on? And apparently <laughs> the audience was set to my entire friends list, not just the ones that were invited. Oh, good so to know if I create an event to be more diligent. Yeah. Um, I okay. mean, yeah. So I will keep that in mind for future fires. <laughs> it was something. So before we kind of jump into these tips, I want to know how was your anxiety with all that? I know you, I mean, you put out like quite the spread and I'm a lot of people didn't touch that. And I don't know if you're bummed out about that. No, because a lot of it was packaged so I can put it. Yeah. In you'll use enjoy it. it. Exactly. Yeah. And the spread was more, I had leftover money from my Uber adventure. So I was like, meh. Yeah. I know I said BYOB, but I'll have some stuff on hand. We okay. have seven guys showing up. Yeah. And maybe two or three guys help themselves, but that's okay. I, I wasn't really bummed about that. I was more, I kind of expected it. Okay. But what about your anxiousness before that? Because I know that that can kind of get to you on that. I mean, I, I think that's normal for a lot of people if you're having a get together, you want to be a good host. Yeah. Honestly, I just kept myself busy all day and okay. I wasn't as anxious about it. That's good. Like I mowed the lawn. I went for a bike ride. I pulled weeds and I had to ask myself, I was like, am I pulling weeds because Jason's coming or am I pulling weeds because I like how it looks when it's weeded? And I decided, yeah, there's a little bit of the Jason card, but honestly, I just want these weeds out. So I'm going to pull weeds. Yeah. Nothing makes you do housework. Well, like you're getting a house sitter. Yep. Like nothing makes you do housework if you have people coming over. I mean, seriously, other than like you, you came over, you walked in my house. It looks like a bomb went off. I'm not cleaning up for you, but. Did you see our house last night when you went potty? I didn't. I was pretty wow. buzzed. I just made a beeline <laughs> to the bathroom and nice. tried to make sure I got it all in the toilet. Right. No, I, I was doing pretty well. And I also wonder if maybe just having dudes over made it less anxiety causing probably because we no one they don't really care exactly I mean, like they got something to drink and they got something to eat if they need to in a in a place to pee honestly i would have just peed in the yard but i'm like i don't know <laughs> there's open fences it's true and like with my backyard i just open the deck or <laughs> pee right in the grass i don't even care awesome yeah well, as, as we get this conversation started about practical tips, just a touch base and icebreaker of sorts, looking at the last month, when did we feel the best mentally and when did we feel the worst? I'll go first and say that speaking of last night, man, that was just such a win for me. Like, was it? I felt great. I, I felt like. You know, I, I am an introvert, so I wasn't talking all the time, but just kind of sitting back and listening to all the conversation. And it was usually just one conversation. A couple of the times it was split by size of fire. Yeah, there was a couple that I got out of all of them. Right. Somehow it was 
you and Bruinsma over there, and then it was Joe and the rest of them, and I'm like, <laughs> what's going right, on? I'll just take a breather. <laughs> I know I talk a lot. You yeah. know me, not being able to talk. And I, you know, I told my son, hey, if you want to join us outside, you're welcome to, just putting it out there. And yeah. I thought, he's never going to do that. He actually came out for a few minutes. Yeah. Towards really, the end, yeah. he got home from his movie. I would, yeah, it would have been fine to have him out, you know, and da- uh, Joe's son, Danny, was there, and he was hilarious. The kid cracks me up. Uh, I haven't spent, th- that's the longest time I've spent with him, and I was just dying. He was just a funny <laughs> kid. Yeah. So I would say that was probably when I was feeling the best mentally, just hanging out. In the out. last month? Um. It's hard to ju- it's hard to think because you've probably had some great times that but you don't quite remember. I mean, the others would be like having a good therapy session okay. or going for a bike ride, and right. I would say hanging out with the friends was right up there with those too. Yeah, it felt really good, you know, be COVID being low. I yes. don't I don't want to say COVID's gone because it's, it's not, not but, it, 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 but it's we're back to normal life as it is right now. Yes, and who knows how long and it will fully vaccinated, fully vaccinated, and. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, uh, as far as I go, I mean, it's actually been like maybe in the last week, um, I really ramped up my exercise. I should take a day off, but I'm going every day. That's awesome. Um, and they're not all intense every day, but, and then Megan and I had a therapy session together, uh, last week and that was a little, eh, Mm. it was okay. Uh, we got some work to do, but, um, it was good to to finally sit down with her uh, and my therapist at the same time and kind of work through some things. But I just feel like ever since Megan and I made that shift before that therapy session, when we said, hey, every Monday we're doing a check in. Yeah, you know what I mean? And we've done huge. it three weeks in a row. Now we've we have different ideas of what that check in <laughs> should be. And uh, my therapist kind of got after me because I said, well, I want a 15 minute check in. And she's like, can you really put time frames on that stuff? And I said, no, but you are like me, a type A personality, me knowing that it could go for an hour, an hour and a half. Like, I don't like that. And then Megan's like, well, you don't want to talk to your wife for an hour and a half. I'm like, no, I don't want to talk because we, we'll get in the weeds. Of course. So like this check ins about this. And all of a sudden we're we're into like some other bull crap. And it's not bull crap, but it's like, hey, hon, like. I was not prepared for these deep conversations. <laughs> right. Like I'm like, we just had dinner. How was your weekend? What can I do to help you this week? Those kind of things. So hmm. we got to work through the 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 verbiage and the logistics around the check-in. But ever since then, I've just felt in general better about things. So communication. Yeah. Megan hates that she's 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 dubbed that word like uh journey and pivot for me. <laughs> she's like, I I'm tired of hearing this communication, but that's what it boils down to. But I think we would use that buzzword all the time. And then we, sure. we need to communicate better. Like, well, we're not doing anything to do that. So stop saying communicate. Hmm. So she would get fussy about that. So maybe that will wane if I'm doing or we're doing the proper right. things. But, but yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm actually feeling pretty good going into this week. And, uh, yeah, had had uh, Sully's birthday party over the week. It was like a crazy post-COVID weekend <laughs> you where had so much stuff. Yeah, this it was just a ton going on, and actually kind of felt good to be a little busy. Like, hey, we got to run here, we got to do this, and everyone can do things because things are opening up. Yeah, awesome. I would say for me, when did I feel the worst mentally? I, you know, it's like if I had a time, it didn't register as that. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think back because we do check in, you know. I feel like I've been pretty scatterbrained and we've all acknowledged that, but yeah, I don't know if that's I don't I can't think of a low point. I can just think of I haven't been collectively all there mentally some days. Yeah, and have you figured out why just the vacation stuff? Does that really wane on you? Like for me, I'm not it actually wanes more on Megan when we're doing vacations. I I don't know, maybe she takes care of a lot of it, but it that doesn't really bother me. I think it's more I have in my mind all the things that I want slash need to get done before we go. And also I have been just crushing it on the weekends with Uber yeah. and making a ton of money, but I'm also staying up super late. Yeah. So I think that probably plays into it. Like if I'm not getting enough sleep on a regular basis, I'm not thinking as clearly just kind of having mental fog. Yeah. And your recovery I think was from Friday night. It was a delayed, I think, because yeah. I think your body was like, holy crap, dude, like you didn't sleep well on Friday. And I don't know what sleep you got last night, but not well, not quite enough. But I, I mean, we went to bed, you know, after midnight. Oh, Did yeah. you go to church today? Nope. <gasps> I know. I sent Joe a text. I, didn't I was either. like, I skipped. <laughs> He's like, yeah, OK. <laughs> Is he your accountability partner or just because he was at the fire last night? Just because he was there and he okay. went this morning. We text fairly regularly. Okay. So back. So you're saying you don't really know exactly when your worst one was because I don't either. Yeah. I think really the worst was just the mental fog that was kind of ongoing over yeah. the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I don't know what mine was other than I'm probably screwed up with Megan. I mean, that's typically or maybe one of you guys or whatever, but for the most part, it's it seems it, it's I've been in a funk, too, but not like huge issues. Yeah, I, I would say I would say with the more acute stuff that comes up, you're super quick to just pinch it, not pinch it. <laughs> what am I thinking of? Nip it. In nip the it. bud. <laughs> it's nip in the bud. Something like that. I think it is. Yeah, I always, nip it in the bud. Yeah. Everyone pinch said, it in the butt. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> pinch it off your butt. <laughs> What is it? A hemorrhoid? That's a different show. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, right. But what I was saying, I can see what you're saying. Like you may have had low points, but you don't let them just linger and stay low points. You deal with them. Yeah. I try to. I try to try nip it right away because it's not good for anyone to carry it on. But that's that's kind of why I feel like I really need to work on my relationship with Megan and therapy instead of maybe myself right now. Mm-hmm. It's good. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, speaking of therapy, we mentioned in the beginning of the show that sometimes just going to see a therapist isn't an option, but we want to make sure that we're encouraging our listeners not to just do that one big thing of seeing a therapist. So I found an article with 31 tips to boost your mental health. You can find the link in our show notes and we'll probably put it out on social media this week as well. Now, we certainly don't have time to cover 31, no, but let's do uh, Jason and I each took four that meant something to us. And uh, for today's episode, we're just going to talk about them and what they mean to us and, um, and maybe even how they've helped us with our mental health. Thank you all so much for listening to Threads Podcast real quick, and we'll get back to the show. If you'd like to support us uh, in our endeavors in creating uncomfortable conversations, authenticity, and those things, basically life unfiltered, you can support us on buymeacoffee.com slash threads podcast. Buy me a coffee is like a Patreon, if you ever heard that before. You can support the people that you really believe in and their passion projects and those kind of things. 
Although with buy me a coffee, you are able to buy one coffee, two coffees, five coffees, a million coffees. That would be amazing. And, uh, and that's just a one-time thing, right? Just to help uh, the creator, help threads and those kind of things. Or you can sign up for a membership, which gets you, you know, monthly perks and uh, a private Facebook group that you can chat with us and bounce things off with us. Not that we're professionals, but, you know, we would love to help anyone out there that's listening to our show. So buymeacoffee.com slash threads podcast if you'd like to support us. Also, uh, newsletter. Uh, I was supposed to put it out. Ben put it together. I just realized that as I'm recording this intro or this ad spot that I have not done it yet. Damn it, Ben. You should have done it before you went. I blame him. But anyways, uh, it is going to go out probably this weekend. And uh, there you can get all the comings and goings, pictures, fun things, things you might not hear on the podcast, those kind of things. And it helps us grow our show just by signing up for the newsletter, of course. Uh, If you could do that, that would be great. Just go to threadspodcast.com slash newsletters, or you can find it at threadspodcast.com. Okay, back to the show. First one. Uh, experiment with a new recipe, write a poem, paint, or try a Pinterest project. Creative expression and overall well-being are linked. This one really hit home for me because this is something that I've been doing. I never was super interested in recipes or cooking or anything. Me either. <laughs> but <laughs> We've talked about that. Yeah. For whatever reason, I just felt compelled to make some meals that I could take to work and that the kids could take for lunch so that we're not eating out so often. And uh, so I started doing that and I love it. Like it's a pain and I'm still learning things like you don't melt chocolate in a skillet. You use a saucepan. Yes. Not a skillet. (laughs) I used to skillet. How bad was the cleanup? It burned the chocolate. So I had to try to rehab it with coconut milk and (laughs) like butter just trying to get this chocolate to be smooth again it was an abysmal failure but uh learned the hard way right so excellent but yeah just being in the kitchen is so life-giving in a really weird way that i kind of didn't see coming you know it's not super weird because megan really loves that kind of stuff too especially the prepping for the week like she it does not bother her to Hmm. do all that it is some some soul thing for her she's just like and maybe it's like you know you know what's going on for the rest of the week so it calms your whatever but i can see that definitely for me none of that applies but for me (laughs) uh one of the big things is i i do love coffee and one of the tips was start your day with a cup of coffee done do it every day coffee consumption is linked to lower rates of depression if you can't drink coffee because of the caffeine try other good for you drink like green tea i don't do the green tea but i tell you what that cup of coffee in the morning with no one around, mm. it's not just the coffee that does it, but it's just that that time where no one else is up. Yeah. I well, mean, I was thinking about that earlier today. Just this thought process of every waking moment of my day lately, I'm with people. Yeah. It was like, I really need to start getting up earlier so I can just have time to myself. Even when I would go to the gym at six, I would get up at four thirty, and my <laughs> wife's like, "You're nuts." I'm like, "I need my coffee time. Yeah. Like, I drink my coffee till five, five ten, and then get ready and hit, head out the door." But yeah, it's it's super important for me. And there was a time I don't remember. I'm, we, I'm sure we talked about it on the show. I wasn't 
or I was getting up to do Uber or something, but I wasn't doing that. I was just getting up, throwing my clothes on, turn the app on at like five. Yeah. And I was like, I got to stop. I got to stop doing that. So, yeah, it was such a good one. And another thing I realized, too, is. Every minute of the day, somebody's expecting something out of me. Yeah. And whether it's work or my kids or taking care of stuff at home or podcast stuff or anything else, it's like there's always something demanding my time. So I would just love to have that buffer where I can just sit with a cup of coffee on the patio before the day gets going and nobody has my time except me exactly because usually in the morning there's nothing due at that moment like at night you could miss something during the day and so you have to get it done at night but usually that morning or that time there's no one waiting for you like no one's up nothing's going on that's the time to do it because once everyone gets up oh i gotta get sully breakfast i gotta get him on the bus like so, yeah, I, I would encourage you. And if you don't drink coffee, I mean, drink a glass of water and just sit there. I mean, if you don't drink coffee, I don't know how we can be friends, but um, <laughs> nice. just kidding. But, yeah, I, I I think that time and that coffee is probably my number one mental health tip overall mm. out of all these. Yeah. Moving forward. So awesome. Another one for me is write it out. <laughs> um, has something been bothering you? Let it all out on paper. Writing about upsetting experiences can reduce symptoms of depression. I have this planner that I've talked about on several episodes before. And while I don't use it for like the daily, weekly scheduling, I do all of that on my Outlook calendar. But for just for the check-ins, like there's these amazing prompts, just questions about uh, what were some successes from the past week? How did you grow in these areas? Like, it's so awesome to sit down and write it out. And if there's things that were obstacles, put them on paper. And um, it's just so freeing to to write it down. Um, Why is that so weird to me, though? I know it works because, like, they even say when you're studying for, like, a class, like, yeah. writing the notes out. Like, not just listening to them or... Um, like spelling when you were a kid, you know, right. as you write them out, like it, it's it's more impactful to your brain if you actually write it out. I don't know. I'm sure there's science behind it, but I think it's because you're slowing your brain down and forcing it to focus on the words you're putting. Oh, on that's the page. true. There's really not a lot else going on because you have to your brain has to figure out the letters and stuff like that. Yeah. And as you write, you're like processing everything. Yeah, I just it's why it's so incredibly weird to me to write in a journal. Like, I don't think you're a weirdo for doing it. <laughs> Anyone. I don't. I mean, whatever works gets you through like, amen. But just for me to sit down in a book and write it out, I just it just feels uncomfortable. Oh, for sure. <laughs> to me, which is so dumb. I don't know what the block is. There. Yeah, I was going through some stuff in our storage room. Um, this is something for another podcast, what I was looking for, but, uh, I was essentially looking for documents relating to my son's adoption just so I can be able to tell him his story and put it all down on paper for him. But as I was looking for those things, I came across a box with notebooks. I mean, from gosh, 20 years ago, journals that I've written in Hmm. over the last 20 years. I didn't stop and, and thumb through them, but I plan to oh, when I get back yeah. to vacation. Like, how have I grown since then? So that's another thing. 
Oh, I even have a journal from sixth grade. That see, that would be cool. Yeah, to to read and, and or maybe not. Maybe you read it and be yeah. like, "Oh, I was gonna <laughs> dark time that." <laughs> What's really cool is the the person who really got me into journaling was my sixth grade Bible teacher. She had us. She gave us journal time essentially once okay. a week, where. That was Bible class for that day, was we would just sit with our journals, listen to music, and write. And that has become like this life-giving habit that I've continued even to this day. So question, is she still alive? Yeah, she is. Are you Facebook friends with her? I am. Oh, we should send her this segment. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Get a new listener. (laughs) Jackie Seitzma, it is stuck. So thank you for your impact. That's It's amazing when you can remember. I don't remember barely any of my teachers' names. Yeah, Um, but I don't remember shit anyway. So I remember her just because she was so intentional and did things out of the box and took the time to really get to know her students. And all these years later, we are Facebook friends, Um, which is which is oddly strange. Yeah, I don't know. I should look up my teachers. That's so funny. Well, I'm glad she was impactful for you. I'm glad the the writing thing is if anyone knows why I have a block with that email me or send me a message like i don't know why it's so weird to me is there did your mom ever encourage you to write things okay here we go you're I going know. to the mom card no no she didn't Shoot, but, i thought i could go two hey, for two yeah don't don't try to find those that was like that was like an epiphany in the moment now come on now i'm trying to make another one there you go <laughs> Uh, another thing that really helps me is one of the tips is spend time with a furry friend. Time with animals lowers the stress hormone cortisol and boosts oxytocin, which stimulates feelings of happiness. If you don't have a pet, hang out with a friend who does or volunteer at a shelter. I have two dogs, and uh, while they're very puntable, which I would never do that. <laughs> yeah, too bad you weren't drinking there. Uh, and I want to punt them because they're assholes sometimes. I love them so much like i have a tattoo of one of my older dogs on me uh that was just really i was really close with and and uh so we have a morky and a mutt by the way complete digression we're thinking about getting a dna for for winston to find out what breed he actually is it's about 150 bucks i mean it's That's not that. horrible i mean my personal one was a hundred okay for so me. it's more than a human it is a little more <laughs> but it tells you exactly what breed it is but so he's kind of a mutt chihuahua something, but that dude and I are like brothers. Like we sleep next to each other. If I go lay down in the bed, it doesn't matter during the day. He runs in and jumps down and lays That's down. Awesome. And it is the best just to pet him. If you just pet your dog for like two minutes and just yeah. to pet, you will feel the stress melt away. Yeah. It's that the fancy words they said, the cortisol and oxytocin. Oxy- yeah. Like and it's 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 been proven like tests have shown that as you pet an animal that just happens. And I'm throwing it out there if anyone wants to pet my dogs, they're kind of jerks sometimes and they really they love Ben. Yes. They absolutely <laughs> love Ben. Could walk in the house at 3 in the morning and they'd be like, "Hey Ben, Ben's here." Right. For what not for whatever reason, but there are some people that come in and one of the two dogs are just like, mm, "I don't think so." But anyways, that being said, you're welcome to come over to pet my dogs if you don't have a uh, pet to pet or whatever. But I just love it. Even in my route, like there's dogs on my route I know and I see them on the board and instantly my mm. day is better. Oh, yeah. Even though if I have some shitty app or shitty lawns, you know, sorry, there's some properties I don't want to do. They're hard <laughs> like to do. Mine. No, yours is easy peasy. <laughs> 
they're hard to do. They're just whatever. But when I, I can think of one, I can't remember what street they're on. I think 76, but I remember that dog. And when I see that, I'm like, I'm going to have a good day. I get to see, I don't even know the dog's name. It's old as hell. It's a golden retriever. <laughs> awesome. But uh, yeah, I, oh, what about you? I mean, you got Ollie. I have Ollie and we also have a cat. Yeah, I I feel the same about Ollie. Now, you've probably heard us talk about the Whoop app that we use on <laughs> Again, our wrist. Uh, sponsor. Right? Uh, no kidding. I'll shoot my phones off. I should have thrown up my... Uh, Mike said we should alternate our, um, our Whoop code yeah. so that we can get a free month. Right? So one of the things that Whoop offers is a journal. Now, it's not like free form. You basically just answer questions that you yes choose. Yes or no. Yeah, it's yes or no. And one of them is, did you have an animal sleep with you in the room? And I've been tracking that. And it's the craziest thing. I sleep better when Ollie's in the room with us. Really? And I get more restorative sleep. And my recovery goes up when I have a dog in the room. Don't know why. Usually you would think it'd be the opposite because the dog might be restless or whatever. No, he usually just snuggles right in. Well, not your dog, but some dogs. Yeah. And Honestly, I started doing that one in the journal, but I'm like, they sleep in here every night. I'm going to stop tracking it. It's going to be. And and with the whoop, you have to have at least five no's or five yeses and vice versa yep. to get what it's what it's doing. But yeah. Um, so love having animals. I think it is very good for my mental health. Uh, sometimes the cats are obnoxious. Ugh, cats. I was not I was not grieved when one of our cats was hit. Your wife's going to kick your ass. Uh, (laughs) Well, she knows. Yeah. You probably had the conversation. Oh, yeah. I was almost relieved because that cat was so bad, so obnoxious. (laughs) So dogs definitely have a positive impact on my mental health and and cats if they're the I mean, you kind of got to be a cat person. Yep. You know what I mean? And they kind of have their own. They're just. They're more like wild than dogs are. Yes. I mean, some of these cats will will eat you if you die in the house. <laughs> like they're gonna eat you. You know what I mean? So sleep yeah. with one eye open. No kidding. So, but yeah, I agree. Um, spending time with animals, pets, is just awesome, and I love the idea of volunteering at a shelter. Like that's so help- so needed. I so could see like when I retire. I, I mean me doing volunteer work like yeah i would love to do that yeah i mean you get to see dogs every day and some of them are awesome and then yeah. all of a sudden i have once a week i'm bringing one home and now i'm that crazy <laughs> dog guy and my wife's like awesome. filing for divorce because i keep bringing <laughs> home dogs a doggy divorce <laughs> a doggy divorce <laughs> wow also there's a place where you can it's called like the cat cafe yeah it's downtown yeah you yeah just go pet them you can go in and there's cats and you can drink your coffee and pet cats. See, I would do that because I love I like to pet cats, but I'm like, I don't want to I don't want them in my house. Yeah. Um, but I would definitely do it. They need that with dogs. Yes. And then like, hello, they're up for adoption. Yeah. I mean, because I'm sure every cat in there is up they for are. adoption. They are. Yeah. Huh. What a good business. I mean, I mean, sure, they're not profit, but yeah, well, they're probably make profit with the coffee. I don't know. Maybe that maybe they are for profit. Know. Anyways. No idea. Another one that I find helpful, I, I don't do this nearly as often as I should. There's no way you do this. I have on occasion. <laughs> it's go off the grid. And Jason's laughing at me because this is probably the last thing I would ever do. 
But it says, leave your smartphone at home for a day and disconnect from constant emails, alerts, and other interruptions. We should try that. I'm going to on vacation. Well, that doesn't count. It counts. No, because you're on vacation. Like, <laughs> you should do it on... You can't do it during the week. You work. You yeah. got to have your devices. Sales. But, but sales. on a weekend. Yeah. Could you go a whole Saturday with no phone, no whoop, no... Well, the whoop wearing well, it, but not checking. Not yeah. checking it. Yeah. No telegram, no music, none of that for a whole day, 24 hours. I mean, we yeah. could all do it. I think I could. Hmm. We should... We should I think all- I would be beneficial for me, honestly. We should all do it, like me, you, and Mike. But then, who's going to check up on us if they like? You have to like friend Megan, and she's going to look at Telegram and see if you're on there because it tells you when you're on there last. Yep, she can be our our accountability person. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Um, so in college, there was a day that I left my flip phone at my dorm, and it was a Sunday. And I was supposed to pick up Andy and call her when I was on my way to get her for church. I didn't have my phone, so I couldn't do that. So that day, I just dubbed it as cell phone free Sunday. And I said, I think I'm just going to go without my phone every Sunday. And Andy looks at me. She's like, babe, you're just saying that because you forgot it today. Yeah. It's like, yeah, maybe. Well. But, but sometimes ideas happen by accident yeah. or happenstance. Like, hey, this you know what? This was cool. Let's do this. I think I did it for maybe two or three weeks after that. Pretty good. Just on Sunday, just put the phone away. Don't eat it. Yeah, it's just so addicting. It is. Even with my daughter I, today. she. I mean, I know she was at camp for a week, but I'm just like, Avery, put your phone down. Like, every time I see you, your face is in it. Yeah. And I think that is, um, we were talking about oxytocin and things like that, but constantly having that stimulation, your brain comes to depend on it. Well, she even said that at camp, she was standing in line a couple of times and she reached for her back pocket and the phone wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, sweet Jesus. Like, yeah. we got to make sure we uh, curb. I mean, how do you curb it? I mean, we have limits on a lot of stuff, but she's just texting her friends. Right. Like she usually uses all her internet time from the first two hours of the day. And then she's just texting her friends. So yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, but as far as the grid thing, yeah, I think we should do an experiment for sure. I, uh, it actually causes me anxiety to not have it. So I don't know if that would be a mental health tip for me, Yeah, but I would be willing to experiment with having a day of, not using it yeah so we'll see stay tuned for that no kidding somebody needs to be our accountability and say hey did you try that yet (laughs) right uh my next one is practice forgiveness one of the things that i've uh well let me read it even it's just forgiving that person who cut you off during your commute (laughs) people who forgive you have better mental health and report being more satisfied with their lives are you laughing because i that story last night what i was just you driving and getting so angry at drivers yeah when i leave messages i leave messages with these guys and i'll just be like in a complete conversation i'll be like you so anyways uh like you know because i drive all the time (laughs) and the the amount of I mean, you do. You drive all, all all the time, not as much as you used to for Nordic. Yeah. but you see the stupidity out oh, there, yeah. and it's just every day. I mean, my wife will say, "Do you uh, do you do that when you're by yourself?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> it's full on mouth like screaming, like not like in super anger." I'm like, "Okay, bro, like okay, arms up, you know." But um, what I have, what I do with that though is, if I do have a clarifying moment in the traffic, I say, "You know what." That dude's probably having a bad day. 
You know what I mean? Like maybe he's having a bad day. And and in my life in general, one thing I've learned because I screw up a lot and um, and I've learned to say, I'm sorry. You know, I'm always the first to come and say, I'm sorry. And I'm not saying the other person has to accept that. I'm not saying it's always the right thing to do because maybe it's a little self-serving because then I can I can wipe my hands of it. I mean, I think I can, but if the other person's not ready to accept me, I really can't wipe my hand. Right. With it. So it is a little self-serving. But I mean, I think I think if anything, people struggle at for forgiveness or or saying you're sorry, those just those kind of things. I know they're kind of kind of different, but um, I guess. Yeah, I kind of screwed that up a little bit. I, I apologize. I was more looking at <laughs> saying I'm sorry. Um, but I do I do practice that. Like if someone did come to me or you when you say I'm sorry, which you struggle with, I will say uh, at times, which it's OK. That's that's normal. Actually, I say it's cool. You know what I mean? So uh, do you do you disagree with that a little bit? Um, It's hard for you to like. Act. Hmm. It's, it's got to be a hundred percent your fault. Like yeah. if it, oh, yeah. a hundred, yeah. if it's like 99, it <laughs> might not be coming. Or if it does come, it's an, I'm sorry if I, or I'm sorry if you think I, it's never, I'm sorry that I. Well, the last little spat we got into, you did apologize because you kind of stuck your foot in it, but it's, yeah, it's okay. The thing with apologizing for me, um, I think maybe it's hard for me to apologize because I was never really properly apologized to by people who really should apologize in my life. And so it's like I'm harboring this resentment to them and I'm taking it out on everybody else that I should yeah, say sorry to. This is where your mental health is just like... In general, you're like, this is a complete brain block. Like, yeah. why am I doing this? And that that very well may be the why the the reason you are. I don't know if it is or not, but this is why just going on, like, raise your kids well. If yeah. you need help, like if Ask. you if you need help, not with I'm not gonna help you raise your kids because no. I hell no. <laughs> I got enough on my plate. But I'm saying, like, if you think that you're not fit in the bill, foot in the bill. For raising your kids properly, get some help, please, please, because you are creating even if it's minor. I mean, my kids are going to have therapy for me. I guarantee it. Like, I know that that sucks about me. I mean, it's going to be way better than me or what I had to deal with. Right. But just take a beat and say, I need to figure this out because look at the stuff that you're dealing with and and has kind of just kind of opened up when you started going to therapy. Um you know, the stuff I've had to deal with, like I'm 45 and I'm still dealing with this stuff. Yep. So anyways, it has nothing to do with practicing forgiveness, but that was just my rant of if you feel like, I mean, we all feel like we're shitty parents. I mean, do you at times? Occasionally. Absolutely. Yeah, Megan hates when I say that. I'm like, yeah, we're, we're shitty sometimes. She's like, don't say that. I'm like, but we are. Yeah. But I feel like in general, you know, deep down, if you like, hey, I need to get my mental health in order so yep. my kids can see that I'm being better yeah i know that was a complete digression but that's any, all right any feedback on that i would say um just to go on your train of thought with kids my mantra lately is do different like do different 
do different, be different. Like, yeah. Than how you were raised. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I had it rough as a kid, but that doesn't mean that I have to continue that cycle. Like, 100%. I'm going to do different. I'm going to be different. And we're going to make it through this. And I'm going to do do the opposite of what I was given. I think in general, I mean, I'm not around when you parent your kids, but it, it does feel like you're doing those right things. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, there was a time where I said to my wife, and I'm sure Stefan will eventually listen to this and hear it, but in not too far distant past, I told Andy, I'm just not a big fan of Stefan right yeah, now. Yeah, we talked a couple episodes ago, yeah. right? Yeah. And she was like, Megan, when you said, I think we're shitty parents. Like offended. They're like, wait, what? <laughs> and she's like, Andy's like, well, you, you don't have the option. You have to be his biggest fan. And so I was trying to work on that, and I brought it up in my therapy session. And my therapist was like, you know, Ben, I don't think Andy's wrong, but I do think you need to sit with that statement for a little bit longer right? and feel it out. Why are you feeling like that? Mm -hmm. And that was a good kind of wake-up call. And since then, like, my relationship with Stefan is just, I mean, it's not, like, perfect, but we've cleared a lot of big hurdles that were standing in our way yeah yeah those those are the relationship of those kids ebb and flow um you know avery today she was just bitching about everything and apparently i think i complain a lot too which is probably true he's like it's so hot i'm tired you're raising <laughs> some bougie kids i know and i'm just like can we i've been the last two days i said to both my kids i'm like can we have an attitude of gratitude can we flip the script here and say mm -hmm. hey Yes, it's hot, but I'm at a beach. I just had a birthday party. I got presents. I got cake. By the way, my wife made the best cake awesome. she's ever made in my life. Wow. Like she, it was a Mario cake for Sully <laughs> and there was a brownie in between it. And then she made her own buttercream frosting. What? And the the, the saddest part, I, I, I longingly looked at the cake when I put it in the trash because it was so hot. It just the rest of it just started melting and there was no way I was going right. to save it. And I like picked it up slowly <laughs> and I like I couldn't eat anymore. Like I, I already overate and I put it in the trash and I just looked at it for a minute. I'm like, it's the saddest <laughs> it's thing. So sad. It's so sad. Oh, um, man. but I forgot, I totally forgot what we were talking about <laughs> bougie kids. Yeah. Just bougie kids in general, like having an attitude of gratitude, but, um, but yeah. Mm. So what, is, what we got a couple more and, and then we'll kind of wrap up the show. Yeah. But. Uh, so the next one that I picked was take time to laugh, hang out with a funny friend, watch a comedy or check out cute videos <laughs> online. Cute. AKA TikTok. TikTok. Laughter helps reduce anxiety. Um, this one kind of stood out to me for a little bit different reason. I've always loved improv comedy. Like I was on an improv troupe in college. We went around to different schools, not schools, churches, uh, to different youth groups and put on performances. Um, which is I, hilarious to me. I can't I see you doing improv. I love it. Well, I know you think good on your feet, though. Yeah. Because like every time we do this show, a lot of times Ben's just like he doesn't. I'm not saying you don't prep, but like he doesn't have an anxiety like going in just like ba boom, ba boom, ba boom. Yeah. Where I do. So I, I it makes sense that you're good at improv. Yeah. And so and then as an adult, I think probably three, maybe four years ago, it was bef it was before threads. Well, so we knew each other. Yeah, because I know you I were going to you. Yeah, hell no. And you know you didn't come and come to my performance. You didn't invite me to the. I did. 
you, we were too new then. We were. We really were. I mean, I hated going to the beach today. So like, <laughs> let's 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 baby step this, right? But um, <laughs> but I did that class, and I did it because I read an an article or I heard on a podcast that doing improv comedy helps salespeople. So I was like, sweet, uh, let's do it. But now that I look back on it and I look at the uh, relation between improv and anxiety, mm-hmm. it's like as silly as it is doing improv comedy gave me a space to work out that anxiety oh um because i had to think on my feet i had to sing joke whatever we were doing i mean this class really got me far outside of my comfort zone one of the games we played was um a song game where you had to come up with lyrics on the spot and sing them to this tune um and I won. Like I was the last one standing. <laughs> That's amazing. And I'm a terrible singer. <laughs> well, it was all it's about your creativity yeah. of the lyrics. Yeah. It was like in a do run 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 and a do run run. You've probably seen it on like one of the sketch comedy shows. Yeah, but, okay. But yeah, it was like such an awesome experience. So yeah, the 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 naming or making up lyrics is Megan and I's favorite game. If we hear something or a jingle gets in, we'll try to do it. And it, we usually can go like three ways, three times, and then we we lose it. But that's so fun to do, and it's usually yeah. sporadic. We do. It's not like we sit down and for a half hour and like let's do it. It just yeah. happens to pop in our heads. Laughter is so good for anxiety. Like, I've I'm looking back now and thinking of when do I pull out TikTok? Obviously on the toilet. Of course. Where else would you? <laughs> but I have also found myself in stressful moments, like. I need a minute. So what do yeah. I do? Take out TikTok and watch and laugh. It really does help reduce anxiety it's just to-, to laugh. It's totally funny you bring that up because when I was doing gig work, I had a lot of drive throughs and I would get anxious because I needed to hurry and right. get the order. I would put TikTok on and it would go so much faster. Yeah. The problem with TikTok, the only problem is, is there, I have a mixture of people that my algorithm picks up, yep. like all these are funny ones and then some Karen. And so that kind of brings down the laughter and maybe I should just swipe past those, but I'm always curious on those, how right. people act. So yeah, be careful with the ticky talk. I mean, even though you don't follow anybody, the algorithm picks out what you're spending the most time on, which is incredibly creepy, Yeah, by the way. But I love it because it's a custom channel waiting it for me. It kind of is. Like the, everyone gets freaked out about Google too and like the ads. I'm like, yeah, they're giving me ads I want, stuff I want to buy. Right. I don't see tampon ads. You know what I mean? I don't. I mean, now that I brought it up, I probably will. Right. But I mean, it, it's it's curating things I want to buy. So it's, it is it is a little creepy, but I mean, th- that's the price you pay. Yep. Get off the grid if you don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so when I worked at ADT, I would Google search businesses constantly. Oh, no. So I would look up nail salons because they need security systems. And the next thing I know, I'm getting all these girly ads on Google. I'm like, you should you should incognito that. So at least it wouldn't give you those ads. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. So that is my last one is take time to laugh. Um, There's an old saying, laughter is like medicine for the soul. It really is. I think even the Bible talks about laughter as being soothing or healing. Like in Proverbs. Well, I think there was a one in this 31 or two list that said smiling. Yeah. Is is helpful. And when you're laughing, you're smiling. Exactly. Um, I actually like to make people laugh. Like I like earlier I made Ben crack up really hard. Like that actually ma- made me feel good. Like if I can make Megan crack up or anyone, that helps my 
overall mental health too. So for sure, yeah, my I do try to make people crack up. So you're pretty good at it. Yeah, that's where I'm good. That's where I'm good with the the riffing into that. But yeah, Ben's good on his feet. Last one, and we've talked about this a lot, and this this really stood out to me for what Megan and I are doing right now. But the this is uh, Martin Luther King Jr. You don't have to see the whole staircase. Chase, just take the first step. Think of something in your life you want to improve and figure out and what you can do to take a step in the right direction. And our last show, Ben had a life hacker article and I kind of teased the article, not Ben, but it's just like, just do this. And you're like this. And just like, it was some big stuff. And I'm like, just find a new job. Yeah. Just <laughs> find a new job. Just hang out with some funny people. I'm like, well, what am I? Anyways. So I, I get what they're doing. I understand the article. It served a purpose. And, and this one does too. But all that stuff helps with baby steps. And I, I really realized like with Megan and I, like we have this communication issue. Let's baby. I literally said that. I'm like, well, the elephant saying like you, you which and again, who how eats, do you eat an elephant? Yeah. One, one bite at a time. And like who eats an elephant, whatever. But I mean, that's so true. And because if you try to take on too much, you're going to get overwhelmed to quit. Hmm. You know what I mean? To me, that's mm -hmm. me personally. So. Um, I think this is a great mental health tip. You know, if 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 getting up in the morning like you talked about and drinking a cup of coffee three days a week. Yeah. If that's what it is, then that's what you do. Yeah. And OK, maybe I'll do it five days a week or every week or and don't be discouraged if you, you falter. But I think those little steps instead of saying, I'm going to get up in the morning, I'm going to run a mile, I'm going to schedule a therapy appointment, like all that stuff. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, this is not helping my mental health. This is making me or more anxious. Me out. So yeah. feedback on that. Yeah, I like it. I think I agree. Um, I've been just reflecting on how we peer pressure people into therapy and just those conversations that I've been having and, um, you know, talking with people who maybe it's not an option. Like we've just come through this shitty time as, a world yes. with the pandemic, things have been shaken up. Some people might have lost their health insurance. So doing the things like you're talking about, just taking those three days, just do something different, take a baby step. I think I want to encourage people, yes, do find a therapist because it's amazing and you'll your life will be significantly impacted for the positive. But if that's not possible, don't don't get discouraged. Yeah, don't just give up. Yeah, like try some of these things. Go through the list of 31 things and find one that, that works for you. Of course, we still want everybody to see a therapist, but maybe you just need to take some baby steps to get there. And 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 truth be told, and Ben will, will attest to this, it was hard for Ben. Like it was a lot of pressuring for me and his wife. And and it it's hard to go to therapy. It's hard to tell people your shit. Yeah. Even and if they're a stranger. And then it's hard to find out that the guy you're seeing is not is it, a good fit. Yeah. And, and it, then you had to go start fresh with somebody new. Hence why I now want to leave Heather because I'm going to be, I mean, I could find somebody else. And if she moves on, then that's, you know, I, I didn't choose that. And, yeah. and I don't think it's happening, but yeah, I get it. It's tough. And honestly, as much as I hate the telehealth, I love I've switched on that, uh, that I hate it. There's like helplines out there that you can like text yeah like it's for free even if you just just do that i mean message us i don't care yeah. like if we can be helpful we'll point you in the right direction but um and that's just a small little step just like we're, we're talking about on this last tip just 
do that one little thing that might bring you a little joy, a little self-care, whatever it is, but then try to stick to that. And then, you know, it ain't going to fix you. It's not going to fix you. That one step is not going to fix you. No, but it might get you in a better state where you can be more clear headed and work on the next step. Yeah. One thing that I always told my youth group kids, uh, I would use like a clock, for example, every second that clock ticks, that arm is pointed in a completely different direction. If you were to follow, like draw a line from that hand on the clock out, it it's entirely different. Like, so just doing one small change, one tick on a clock can make all the difference. Um, you're looking at me like you're trying to figure out that analogy or something. A little. I was. I seriously was imagining the line going straight out. I'm like, how is this? I'm trying to figure out how this is going in a different direction, how this applies. But carry on. Or if you're, if you're just, if you've got a pen and you draw a mark going one way and you draw a mark pointing a different way right. and you just carry those lines out. You're ending up in completely opposite directions, even if you're starting from a similar yeah, they'll, they'll never point. come together. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, start small. Like, the smallest little ink droplet on a piece of paper can go in a completely different tra- trajectory. I see what you're saying. That analogy would not work now because they don't even teach the kids analog clocks right? anymore. I know. Which is <laughs> very, very funny. So that's how long ago I did youth ministry. Right, right. <laughs> One thing that uh, we like to do as we wrap up our episodes is talk about what did you take away from tonight's episode? For me, what I'm walking away from is the connection between improv comedy and why I've always been so drawn to it. I feel like I have an explanation now and it makes me want to sign up and do it again. Yeah. So my takeaway is that we talk about a lot of this stuff on the show and we fail to do it. Um, it's serious. And I'm not throwing you under the bus. I do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, even the accountability for uh, take going off the grid. We have these great ideas. And and it doesn't mean we don't like as far as the tips we talked about, we all do this. I mean, that's not something we don't do. But um, so, yeah, I don't have a huge takeaway. I really my takeaway, I guess, would be um, I wasn't super excited for this rundown, but F and A, man. Like I always feel great after we're done. I I, I say that a lot. Where I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Not that that's it, it's not a bad rundown. It's not a bad show prep. But I always, I mean, we're at you know. Oh, I can't say the time. Michael stabbed me in the throat. <laughs> but the time that we've spent is shocking to me. But I should know better. We're seasoned podcasters. True. It's not like we're bullshitting along. I mean, I'm saying all genuine things. But um, I just, I don't know. Overall, my takeaway is this was a good episode. <laughs> awesome you can't argue with that so well guys uh this one was short and sweet which some people might like some people uh might hate uh just as a side note i really enjoyed the banter between mike and i and ben we've talked it a couple a couple times off the podcast i really kind of enjoy that just that shooting the shit and and just having community around that and and then the fire last night like all this like great community that's been going on lately but so coming up, uh, the next episode you will hear, it will be with Mr. Mike Vandry as Ben is going to Montana first and yep. then Oregon. Then Oregon. So like a 10 day off. 12 days. 12 days. I did the math. It's 12 days. 12 days. So he's going to be off um, next week. And then the week after that, I'm going to be off. 
That's right. And I think Chris Calcagno is going to say that. I mean, he said he would. Like, we, Chris, you know, ADD, we love him. So we'll have to touch base <laughs> with him. So Chris Calcagno has been on the show, author, writer, uh, podcaster. So that'll be interesting. And then it'll be three weeks from then, then, then we'll be together. So we'll, we'll definitely have to make sure we do a personal update. Right. There'll be a lot of stuff going on. Oh, yeah. So. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Threads Podcast Life Unfiltered. Have a good one. Later. Later.